Welcome into Me Made Me and Me, my Cadence Craft Collective. I'm Louise and today I am going to talk to you about the Flax Jumper and this is a pattern by Tin Can Knits. It's actually one of their patterns that they offer for free and it is an extremely well written pattern and all their work is extremely well written so you then wouldn't go, oh, I think I might go and buy some of their other stuff and I would totally and utterly recommend that you do. I've made a couple of tin can knits patterns now. I'm still kind of doing something. The bonnie vest and a mushy little bit. I've stopped because I don't want to go wrong in it and I'm still trying to think in my head. So if I carry on doing that, I'm then going to lose the decreased stitches on that side and just decrease the stitches on that side. So I think I'm actually going to try and do a little swatch on using just waist yarn. And, or yarn that I could then use again because you can um, before I carry on and it's seriously not the way that they've written it it's just the way my brain goes with patterns and I've kind of gone oh okay but a flax jumper is an iron weight jumper and it is top down and it's made in the round and you don't need to do short rows, but you can. They have an extra tutorial to that if you want to. Um, and it's sizes from zero for a baby up until adult six extra large. So I'd say that that was pretty good going for a garment, don't you think? And also it is for everybody. It's for all genders. They've got pictures of um, ages and sexes we're in it so you can maybe see yourself in the pictures that they've given you or if you hop onto uh, Instagram or if you can Ravelry then you're bound to see somebody's picture on there that's maybe in the same shape as you Buckles upstairs just now because it is 14 minutes to doggy o'clock which is tea time and he likes to make his presence known um, although I think he's a bit hot because he's just come up and flopped on the ground. <laughs> so you might hear him squeak in a minute. So why did I decide to make this? Well, I had bought a cone of Isla yarn when I was in Edinburgh Yarn Fest and it was fun choosing the colour. I think I wanted it in pink because I'm pretty sure Julia had some in pink and I had gone in and thought I want to buy that but I don't want to buy it now because I don't want to cart this cone around with me the whole day so I thought oh, they're going to have them later on they didn't so then I decided uh, what colours was left and I thought I was buying teal but I was actually buying green oh listeners this is only last year I think that I finished this jumper and uh, probably you remember the story don't you so this was iron weight yarn. I bought a cone and I didn't have enough to make the entire jumper. I was three quarters away down my left elbow and it ran out. And even if I'd knit it faster, it ran out. Now, this was a jumper that I wanted full sleeves. I wanted this to be a full jumper for winter. And I went... What can I do? So uh, a few people offered me some what um, we thought was the right colour. The lovely Suzanne actually sent me one 
and I held it up and was like, oh, I'm so excited. It was the wrong colour. She got what they call teal and I had bought green. <laughs> My hair is teal. But then I just went and bought some more and thankfully it's almost the same colour. It's, it's the same colour. And off I went and finished both sleeves. The jumper itself has got a garter stitch ridge all the way from the shoulder, the neckline at the shoulder, all the way down the arms. So when you're knitting in the round, you have to make sure that you knit the garter stitches. I think there's only 15 of them in the correct place on the arm. And... Um, I had gone wrong in one of the arms and every now and again I find it and go, oh, there it is. In fact, I think I went wrong in both arms. So I've got two of the uh, garters rows just that little bit too close together. But, you know, doesn't bother me. And um, the one thing that does bother me that I've not done anything about was I think that I haven't decreased enough in my sleeves and they feel quite wide. And I keep thinking, I must take that back to the elbow and decrease again. Now, I wouldn't, even if I had decreased uh, for both arms, then I still wouldn't have had enough yarn. So I don't feel bad about it. And it goes over quite well. A, a blouse, it's not tight, but I just feel it's just a little bit too loose for me. And I kind of like that little bit more cinch to the forearm part down to the wrist. Um, when I finished it, Sandy said, I like that. I'm going to try that on. Sorry, I don't even know what. <laughs> Do you? So he did. And thankfully, it was too small. Because I was so enthralled in this jumper. I was so involved. I was like, yes, this is going to be my jumper for winter. I've got the perfect pair of coloured trousers, teal trousers to go with it. And uh, then he, he was trying to steal it. I was I'm not having that. So <laughs> thankfully, it was actually too small. And then I said to him, so Sandy, would you like me to knit you a jumper? And he kind of went, yeah. And he showed me the James Bond blue navy jumper. And he went, I want that one. And I looked at it and he went, ooh, lots and lots of rib. Like the whole jumper is rib. And you don't get Daniel Craig in the jumper. But Sandy wanted to be Daniel Craig looking in this blue jumper. And I've not actually found a pattern that is enough or similar to kind of make me do it. We did find the jam the jumper because Richard wanted one and he got one for his birthday. So um there's a, a story behind that I don't know if I'm gonna bore you with. Maybe I will. Right, there's this wonderful shop um in Wick and it's called Keaton's Livestock Breeders and it's everything that the farmer needs plus the farmer's person that stays at home. Because they've got a cook shop and a clothes shop and they've got toys and then they've got everything you'll ever need for your animals and your farm. And in this it's got PPE and it's got also got the green jumpers that the farmers wear. And I said, you're not getting that because you either look like your dad who was a forester or a farmer and you're neither. So then he kind of went, oh, but I really like them. And I went, Mm. So I stopped going to the CLB <laughs> on purpose so he didn't have the opportunity to buy this jumper. Because I mean like that, listeners, I am. I mean. 
And then we got talking about this blue jumper and I went and bought him it for his birthday. <laughs> Can I have the blue one? Not have the green one. So um, maybe Daniel Craig is in my house after all. However, back to the flax jumper. Uh, they have tutorials if you want to kind of go along. I remember actually, because it's done in the round and you have to set up, once you've done the, the rib for the neck, you increase and then you set up the raglan increases. And I remember at the time, couldn't do it. I couldn't work out where everything was. So I was speaking to lovely big Karen at work and she goes, oh, I didn't find that that hard at all. And, and this was in my head and I was like, well, Karen can do it, I'm going to do it. Karen can do it, I can do it. And then if I still can't do it, I'll take it and Karen can show it for me. But in the end, I worked it out. Just for these extra 15 stitches were at the start until you get them in their own area of the um, knitting, you know what I mean? Because when you place them at the start, um, you're increasing, but you're increasing this 15 stitches. You start at three and then keep going. But couldn't get them in the right place in the very first stitches because you have to um, make one. There's not an awful lot of exciting stitches in this. Um, it is stocking stitch in the round and the right way around that I like. Uh, and the garter stitch is basically the be all and end all of interest in the pattern. But it's a very serviceable jumper. I get um, some, oh, I like your jumper. And I wear it reasonably a lot. I wore it last Thursday and Friday whilst it's starting to get a little bit too warm for it. There's still nip in the air and it takes it out of it because it is a lofty weight whilst the yarn itself is not as soft as maybe I would like it, then again it gives me the story of well it's from Isla and it's not actually Isla why am I saying Isla it's Iona I've written down Isla I thought that was wrong Iona I'm even thinking about the lovely little island of Iona and the lovely people from Iona Yarns. And I've said Isla Yarns. Sorry, listeners. I'm not re-recording this. But this was from Iona Yarns. They don't have Isla Yarns. Oh, for goodness sake. Um, well, I got the dates wrong the other day, didn't I? So, um, so the, what they do in Iona is they go out and they, there's so many sheep on the island and they take the clip in once they've been clipped and they go right you're decent you're decent you're decent and it's basically all the yarns that um, get put together and then it gets sent to the mill and then made into yarn so the fleeces could be cheviots they could be um, shetlands or they could be whatever else sheep eases on the island and uh, the good people of Iona yarns go when it gets clipped and goes yes mm, no Yes, no. And then it all goes to milk and it's um, maybe not the most softest of yarns, but it certainly is sturdy and it is doing my serviceable jumper very well. I would recommend this. I would make it again. I would maybe make it a bit bigger for Sandy and then he can have one in blue. <laughs> because I'm not going to go and make the rib jumper. Because Richard got one of the jumpers and then when Sandy looked and he went, I don't want one. <laughs> You're such a teenager. <laughs> okay, listeners. Iona yarns. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm going to go away. I'm heading shame now. All right, take care.